Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, August 12th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week to try and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Thank you for joining us today. We are going to read again the passage from Romans. But before we do that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, may you be in our lives this day. May you be within us, comforting us. May you be in front of us, guiding us. May you be behind us, watching over us. May you be all around us, holding us. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen now to Romans 8, verses 28 through 39. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, in order that he might be the firstborn within a large family. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus, who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us, who will separate us from the love of Christ. Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, For your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God. Therefore, our Friday fun question, uh, picture you're back in high school, you're a senior, and you get the, the the chance to do your high school senior quote, what would that be with all the knowledge that you have now in your life? Well, 
luckily I'm not back in high school and I was such an <laughs> angry kid. I can't imagine what I would have chosen. We didn't do that in my high school. Um, but today I think um, there is a quote. I heard Steve Martin say it. I don't think it's original to him, but it was be so good. They can't ignore you. Hmm. And as someone who um is called to a field that's usually been filled with men. Um, that's been kind of a guide for me. Be so good. They can't ignore you. What about you? I do enjoy that. Um, I just tried to live by the uh, indelible wise words of Dwight Schrute from the office who said, before I do anything, I ask myself, would an idiot do that? And if the answer is yes, I do not do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. Good, it's, good it's, advice. Uh, it's something I've tried to live by. No, if, if I were if I were to do one, it would probably be uh, Neil Gaiman's simplification of a quote by G.K. Chesterton. And Neil Gaiman took the idea and made it really concise and easy. And it's essentially uh, fairy tales. We don't read fairy tales or fairy tales are true, uh, not because dragons are real, but because they show us that dragons can be slayed. Um, yeah. and, and I just love, I think there are, there's, you know, hints of that in literature, fairy tale scripture of, of it is revealing a deeper truth about the world and ourselves. Um, and, you know, myth gets a really bad rap, but I think yeah. myth is really important. That kind of storytelling. Mm -hmm. Nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, to our to our scripture and to our discussion for today and in the book of Romans and what we read, it has this line where it talks about us being more than conquerors. What the heck does that mean? What do you, what does that mean for our lives? <laughs> well, right before it, um, Paul gives this list of things that um, are difficulties that people may experience: hardship, distress. Um, Persecution, persecution, famine, peril, the sword. Um, are those things, the question is, that will separate us from Christ's love? And so then his answer is, no, we're more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. And for me, that means that what we are offered in Christ's love is not just an ability to survive a difficulty but to find our way through it, to find meaning or love or care or the presence of God. Um, I, you know, it is my goal for my children that they not be just survivors, right? But that they thrive and they are resilient. And I think that's what, what Paul is getting at. And I think that I know that that also echoes with my own experience that, some of the things I thought I would never get through because of my faith in Christ, um, I got through and they actually made me better. They actually mm -hmm. made me a better person for the world. So that's what I think it means. What about you? Usually, you know, we have a similar view, but the, it, it, it Ooh, you know, slightly like deviates it. or a slightly different perspective. No, you're not going to like where this is going. What, what I was going to say with this one is I think I would have said exactly what you just said, uh, but you said it so <laughs> wonderfully. I'm going to try to find a different angle, I guess. But I think I think that I think you're exactly right of, of this is this is uh, an encouragement of not just 
not just surviving, even though it may feel like that's all you're doing at the moment. It's not just getting through, uh, but that there is, uh, there is life even amongst the slog, that there is, that there is light even amongst the monotony, that there is uh, hope in the midst of, of despair that uh, doesn't discount, discount the difficulty of all of those things. But if we truly believe uh, and hope and have faith in the fact that God loves us in the midst of those things, then it, then it creates uh, a different perspective. It creates not just a different perspective, but a different reality of, of, of where we are in the midst of, of hardship and distress and persecution and famine and desertness, and nakedness, uh, that, that God has uh created a new way in existing in those things. And I think also um, that it's a different take also a little bit on, on Conqueror, that it's not just a, a dominating of life. Mm -hmm. It's not just mm -hmm. a, a destruction of things, uh, but, you know, what is, what is the, what is the balance to being a conqueror uh, is the next part uh, that it's about the love of God that, that is in the midst uh, that cannot be separated uh, in the midst of these things that we think are the most powerful things in the world of, of rulers, of, of angels, of, of, uh, of, of the future, of the past, all these things that we think hold power in our lives, the love of God uh, supersedes all of those. Yeah, I, I love that, too, when he says more than conquerors, because, right, uh, conquering is a duality. You're either conquered or you're doing the conquering. Hmm. And I think when he says we're more than that that this life in Christ is like no longer interested in those dualities. Who's going to be on bottom? Who's going to be on top? But instead we live into this fullness. Um, I was thinking if I were to, you know, read this to my teenagers today, one of the ways I might explain it is we're more than winners, right? Mm. We, it, we're, yeah. we're not just people yeah. who win. We are people who live this life with fullness and in such a way that it's not even really about winning anymore. It's about loving and caring and growing and becoming more like Christ. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be like the I, shortest Friday ever because we both agree with everything. <laughs> what she said. No, I do. Yeah. I, I do. I do like that. Uh, that contextualization or, or that making it relevant today. Of, of, yeah, I mean, that that is our world of there are winners and losers pretty much. Yeah. And it's like and it's saying, no, this goes beyond just being the winner or the loser. Uh, uh, and I say that as someone who really likes to win, <laughs> you know what I mean? To win. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get that. And, uh, and in some ways that's easy because all you have to do is figure out the rules, mm -hmm. uh, in some instances. Also, there are things like just by nature of like race in our country, you're going to be a winner. Uh, and so I think over and over again, Christ is saying, I mean, Paul is saying, Jesus doesn't operate in any of those things. Um, it doesn't want to be a part of that system. And you've got to find a way you can find a way in Christ to be more than all of that. Hmm. With that, we'll end with a quote from Richard Rohr, who has written. We Western people are goal oriented consumers, and we can't imagine doing anything that won't get us something. But with full deliberation, we need to understand our exploration is not an effort to get anywhere. My starting point is that we're already there. 
We cannot attain the presence of God because we're already totally in the presence of God. All that's absent is awareness. Little do we realize that God is maintaining us in existence with every breath we take. As we take another, it means that God is choosing us now and now and now. We have nothing to attain or even learn. We do, however, need to unlearn some things. Hmm. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We'll be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.